Perichavov. Perichavov. A short introduction. A short but very, very important introduction. You have to, when you learn the Tanya, it helps to visualize it as Yechidus. Because that's what it was. Chassidim came to the Rebbe, and the Rebbe talked to them. And he didn't tell everybody the same thing. Everyone got a piece of advice that reflected them. Not a piece of advice that reflected the Rebbe, but it reflected them. But the Alter Rebbe was a unique Seder. The Seder was as follows. The first Yechidus, on principle, was always Nigla. When you would walk into the Alter Rebbe, the first time the Alter Rebbe would say to you, Vos is this shver, what's bothering you? And many Hasidim used to say to the Alter Rebbe, we didn't come here for Lomdes, we came here for Avoidah, and the Alter Rebbe would insist, this is the Seder, the first Yechidus is Nigla. The famous exception was Abhil Parachir, that he prepared his Nigla, and the Rebbe told him he should be Maidach himself, and he fainted, as he put, and then he ended up going to the middle of the Rebbe. And that forget, it reveals that Alter Rebbe Atam you're not mine, because if you'd be mine, I would first answer you're Nigla. You belong to my son, to Mittal and Rebbe, so he went straight to the Pneumius. But in any case, the second Yechidus, which the Chesidim prepared for many, many years, in some cases, was really a mandate for a person's whole life. The Rebbe, Achot went into the Rebbe, it's the first words you hear from a Rebbe, the first words you hear from a Rebbe in your initial Yechidus, is a for your whole life. Reuven Dunin always tells the story of Ashalom, that his Mashpia, Rebbe Shemachayim, told him, he was about Shuvah who in the beginning, early state of, the, of Israel, he, he drove a tractor and he helped build, the, uh, made the desert bloom and so forth and so on. And he became a Balchava. And he hated the tractor. The tractor symbolized to him everything that was not good. He, he, he finally comes to New York. He finally goes to the Rebbe. The first words the Rebbe asks him is, do you know how to drive a tractor? So he was so freaked out. He started to sob. <laughs> Let me tell them, what are you doing? What are you come here for? So how did he But then there is, he drove a tractor for 35 or 40 years in Haifa, which is one of the most secular cities of Jews in the world. And he was makat of thousands of Yidans, Dafka, with his tractor. But this is the my The Rebbe tells him, do you know how to drive a tractor? Reuven Dunin. He was a big chassid. He was a very unique personality. Reuven Dunin. But every chassid knew that the first Yechidus was the whole person's whole life. And by the Alter Rebbe, it was really the second Yechidus. So he went to the Alter Rebbe. He gave you instructions. One got instructions from Pedic Yud Beis. Another one got instructions from Pedic Yud Dal. Another one got instructions from Pedic Tazai. Another one got instructions from Pedic Yud Ches. And so forth. A chassid goes out of Yechidus. And there's one thing he knows as a matter of fact. Laziness is not part of the program. In Chabad, the Alter Rebbe's dictionary is missing one word. It's a very sophisticated dictionary. It has almost as many words as the Oxford 27th edition, which is going to be published in 2052 edition. But one word is, is, not, is notoriously absent, is conspicuously missing. Atlas, lazy, not willing to work, doesn't exist. So if a chassid works and tries his best to do what the Rebbe tells him in Yechidus, and he fails, it's credible. If we are given instructions by the Rebbe and we fail, it's not credible, it's incredible, because we didn't work hard enough. But the Alter Rebbe's chassidim got a mandate from the Rebbe, this became a serious nefesh. The chassid coming back to the Alter Rebbe, I failed. You gave me instructions. I prepared two years for the Yechidus. I've been working to translate the Yechidus into my life since then for two or three years. It's not happening. Yeah? And I spoke to this Mashpi and spoke to the other Mashpi. So I'm here. So Perek Chavav begins what would be called in computerese troubleshooting. The Alter Rebbe is addressing technical questions, but they're not technical at all, about the eighth written in the first 25 Perek of Tanya. From Perek Chavav. Till Pedic Lamadal, chapter 34, the Alter Rebbe is answering detailed protestations, details what some would call various forms of kvetchai. 
The Hasidim are communicating. They're telling the Alter Rebbe, Rebbe, I can't do it. And Alter Rebbe is giving Eitzes, practical Eitzes, how a Hasid should deal with his failure to achieve his Avedis Hashem potential. And of course, the biggest one of all is the first one Alter Rebbe mentions is you have to do it B'Simcho B'Zerizus. Joy and alacrity, joy and upness, joy and expedience, expeditiousness, quickly and efficiently. If you're down in the dumps, you, 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 you're admitting defeat before you even started to fight. So, Peir Chavav begins with the first piece of advice and troubleshoot. However, to gain at this point, now that we went through 25 prokim of a whole variety of different pathways of serving the Ebishter, so it's time to announce the Klaal Godel. And this Klaal Godel is really, though it's written in Peir Chavav, it's, it's really the Akdome to the Tanya. In other words, a person cannot do anything written in the first 25 prokim of Tanya without knowing this. Just like a physical victory. To win any material, physical struggle. Again, for example, two individuals were wrestling with one another. They wish to throw each other down. He says, Al-Trebbe, the following. If one is lazy and heavy, in other words, he's unmotivated, he can be strong as an ox. He will be quickly defeated. If he's stronger than his fellow. Winning and losing is not only about strength, it's about determination. It's mamish the same way in our war with the It cannot be conquered and defeated by with laziness and heaviness, lethargy. Because the root of laziness and lethargy is me'atzvah's depression. And the heart being stuffed as stone. Close the door, yeah? In other words, being just unporous, right? The person just hard. It's like, I, I, I had a fellow that was very close to years ago who had, he had an issue with depression. And his expression was always a chair episode. I told this to you a few times. He said to me, Rabbi, I had a chair episode yesterday. Do you know what a chair episode did? And he said, I said, no. A chair episode means I'm sitting in a chair and I couldn't get up. It's profound depression. It's profound depression. If we don't understand it, we can't imagine that it's real. But it's mamish real. A person just, it's almost like you're sitting on the couch looking at yourself and you're telling yourself, get up, and you can't. Of course, there are lesser degrees of depression. It doesn't have to be that severe. But the Nekuda of Atzvah means a Chomish Kechayas. have no will. I'm not pushed. Atzvah is not angry. Angry is good in a way. Atzvah is not bitter. Atzvah is flat. Atzvah is not an emotion. It's a lack of emotion. It's a lack of dynamism. It's a lack of life. Says the Alter Rebbe, it's You cannot defeat the Yitzhak Rabbah. Atzus to create with laziness and heaviness. Hanam shokas which are drawn may atzus v'tim to malay from depression and the stuffness of the heart. Kevin which is like stone. Kiim but rather bezidizus. You have to be alive. You have to have dynamism, will. Hanam shokas which is drawn mi simcha from joy upsichas halev and an openness of the heart. V'taharase and it's being transparent. It's being pure. Mi kol nidnu daigav atzus many tiny flutter and drop of worry and depression by Elam in this world. A yid cannot succeed. No person can succeed if they're down. Successful people are motivated. Successful people have hopes and dreams and wishes. They have joy. So the Alter Rebbe proposes what the, what the Helik of Hashem have made into a lifestyle. Judaism requires simcha. You have to understand. Many Jewish people felt that simcha is tantamount to holiness. A person is too happy. A person is too joyous. They're too free. You want to be from? You have to be fakvetched. Baal Shemta says, No! You want to be a Elah Hayyid, you have to have life, you have to have optimism, joy, and upness, because it gives you power. And you need power to live this life. Not you're so depressed that your heart is also sleeping, so you don't do an Aveda, but you have dead. 
have to have Lebedika. Yes, it's true. Simcha does. Not only you become stronger, the Yitzhara becomes stronger also, but you are stronger than it. That's it. That's the end of the discussion. At Kana, Yid must have Simcha. This is the first piece of advice that Al-Tarebbe provides to so Al-Chassid who says, Rebbe, I'm not succeeding in what you told me to do. No! Lebedika! You have to believe in yourself. If you don't believe in yourself, you're lost cause. Now al raises another issue. And I'm going to present it to you as follows. The following discussion is called Simcha Achar Ha'atzev. Joy that follows depression. There is conventional joy. Simcha Feilachait Lebedikait, which he talked about until now. And then there's joy which comes after depression. There's different types of depression. The most ideal depression is called Atzev Amiti, true depression. What is Atzev Amiti? Depression from Avedis Hashem, Tshuva. When a Yid does tshuva, he has to know that the justification, the heter, quote, for being sad and bitter about Avedis is only because there's going to be simcha and atzav, joy that follows atzav amiti depression. And the Al-Tareb is going to say two things. Number one, there's an advantage of simcha over achar atzav, over ordinary simcha. And at the end of the page, the Al-Tareb is going to argue that if you cannot end the depression and go on to simcha, it's not worth doing tshuva because you're going to remain in hell. And you do million, million Avedis. It's a harder nose. And the quickest way to a person's sin is bad moods. When you do an Avedis, it's a harder comes to you as a big chassid. and says, I grab you and wants to make you feel bad because then you do 10 more Avedis. Doesn't it say every depression has an advantage? Which the Al-Tareb is reading simplistically as meaning there is an advantage in depression. Look, the name. Pirush, this means. It just means. I'm sorry, I'm reading it wrong. Pirush, which could perhaps mean. That there is a yisin, there's an advantage and a mile of depression itself. Says that bizar from this. But the exact opposite. The words that every atzev yihiye will bring an advantage implies sha'atzev mitzadatzmei. The depression by itself ain't bei mile. Has nothing good about it. Rakid is only shiagir that the person will reach and touch v'yavi and come imenu through it. Is a yisin an advantage which is going to come after the depression v'hainu, which is hasimcha mitzvah by the shemelakov, the true joy in God haba, which follows achad after ha'atzev ha'amiti, true depression. What is true depression? True depression is tshuva. So when a person has avedis and le'item uzumanim at fixed times, he does tshuva alavenesa for his avedis b'manafshe with the bitterness of his soul and the brokenness of his heart and the way it's explained in Hasidus is you break your heart and when you break your heart your soul gets broken it was already mentioned earlier in Tzav Perik Yedzai Shaydei Zed that when a person breaks his heart and his soul it breaks the hold of the spirit and uncleanness and klipa on the iron curtain which separates between a person. and his father in heaven. I'll on the ruach nishbar. If you want to break the spirit of klipa, it's through lev nishbar by breaking your heart for gaming and so forth. So there is an Indian called atzev ha'amiti, not depression about pizza or about cake or about nonsense. Atzev amiti means tshuva, tshuva. It's a brachan from avedis and tshuva. Says the Alter Even that, that's called atzev amiti is only a means to an end. Even the sadness of tshuva is not good, it brings an advantage. And what is that? That eventually a person gets to the beginning of the Pasuk, that Ebishu will let him hear it, gladness and joy and so forth. Return to me to say, the, the gladness of your salvation, and the spirit of generosity, and so forth. These are Pesukim Vapedek Nunalaf and Tilim, which is Dovid Amas, Capital of Tshuva, which is why we say it every night in Kishma Shalomitlam, Sechmez, Beloved, Beveil, Nasnav, it's a Tshuva capital. And there's a huge dichotomy 
of tremendous bitterness and simcha. It goes back and forth. It's al because this is the idea. The sadness, even for Yiddishkeit, as Hasidah sees it, is only acceptable, only justified if afterwards there's simcha. Otherwise, it's not worth it. And I just want to tell you that in 1952, Tafshin Yud Beis, the Rebbe had his 50th birthday. And the Rebbe was not comfortable then making a Fabrengen. The first Fabrengen was Tafshin Chof Beis, the Rebbe turned 60. The third Fabrengen was Tafshin Lamed Beis, and he turned 70. But in Tafshin Yud Beis, the Rebbe turned 50, he called in several minyanim of Chassidim to his room and a handful of Bachrim that he named. And he said, in his room, Hashem which is published. And when the Rebbe said the Maimed, he cried bitter to the It was a very emotional event. The Rebbe saying Chassidus on his own birthday. When Gavain Zeyeshtag, said Abshmuel Levitin, who was a smart Chassid, said to the Rebbe, after the Maimed, he saw how emotional the Rebbe was. So he said to the Rebbe, Tashmiyeni Sosin V'Simcha. The same words you have here. Tashmiyeni Sosin V'Simcha. David should let me hear enjoy. And the Rebbe answered him, Tagel not some is the key. So the Rebbe answered him right back. He told the Rebbe, New Bibi Simcha. So to again to bring joy to Atzomis, to the bones, the kisa that you've crushed and pulverized. In other words, thank you for the advice, but it's not so easy from my point of view, from the way I see it. He told the Rebbe, Tashmir, In other words, it's painful, it hurts. Says the Rebbe, This is the simple reason. Why? I'll add it. To say, Before we go to bed, But there are people who say, taking chatzas, they get up at midnight and lament the Vesamikdash, and you cry and you're bitter and you're sad. And when the end of it, you say Kapitel and Aleph. So the Rebbe says, You know why Daddy's allowed to Kapitel and Aleph? Not for the reasons you think, so you should cry some more. But rather, to then learn after chatzas, to say that as you learn Nigla till the morning. For those who are using chatzas, like Rabbi Yankiv, you cry for the Vesamikdash and you learn Nigla. And then you start learning Said as a Achonel so the Lilmid Besimcha Mitis, to learn with true joy by Hashem and the Eivishter Haba, which follows Achar Otsev after the depression. In other words, the Arizal doesn't put in this capital to teach you how to be more sad. The Arizal puts in this capital to teach you that after the sadness has to be joy, otherwise it's not worth it. Sheyesh, the Simcha Zusa, but this joy has Yisan an advantage over ordinary joy. The advantage of joy, which is after depression. Compared to joy, which did not, was not preceded by depression, is like the advantage of light over darkness. I have seen, there's an advantage to wisdom, over foolishness. Like the advantage of light over darkness, I and And the explanation is, of course, joy in serving Hashem is wonderful. But joy after tshuva is so much more wonderful. It's a higher joy, and it's a more meaningful joy, and it's a truer joy that it is, it's so much greater that the ordinary joy is almost like not joy in comparison. It's an explicit passage in the Torah. If a yid fails to serve Hashem with joy, even if he's serving Hashem, he's serving Hashem but he doesn't have joy, so the passage finishes off. But everybody knows Peter Shadizal's interpretation of this passage, that it's not enough to serve God. There must be chayas and simcha. The was very into simcha. The Baal was very into mikveh. Darizal was very into Simcha. And Chabad talks more in the Simcha of Darizal than the Mikvah of the Baal which is very interesting. In Chabad, the Rebbe Rashab told the Friedrich about Alti Tzadik Harbi. We don't table 50,000 times. 310 Tvilas, and so on and so forth. We table once or three times, whatever the case may be. We took from Darizal, they say, Simcha Shal Mitzvah. So if a person is not Besimcha, even if he serves the Ebishter, it's a sin. The wonder is that this Tachat Hashab, this Arizal is really a Ramnam. The Ramah himself says exactly the same idea that even if you're serving Hashem and there's no simcha, you can be punished for it. 
And the Rebbe in his footnotes wonders, why does Al-Tarebbe quote that easily? He can better quote the Rambam, and I forgot his answer.